BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome to hour number three, our third and final on this Football Friday, live right here on the early line. Our final hour here on Sports Grid this week before we are live in person in Las Vegas starting bright and early on Monday morning. 5 a.m. for us out in the desert. 8 a.m. Eastern time. It's pro football today. Myself, Donnie Wrightside, Kevin Walsh, and Joe Lisi will have you set with everything you need to know for Super Bowl 58 between Kansas City and San Francisco. We are just nine days out now as the countdown has officially reached single day digits for Super Bowl Sunday in Las Vegas. We will continue to preview the big game here, big ball game out in Las Vegas in this third and final hour. Some early picks, some early previews. Mike Blewett, the superstar of the Sports Grid Network, joins us here in this third and final hour. So much to get to in this last hour, Donnie, up until 11 a.m. Eastern. Yeah, a lot of good stuff to set the table for a big weekend overall, specifically there in college basketball and certainly NBA, NBA moving towards their all-star break coming up shortly as well. The trade deadline next week, packing our bags, getting out to Las Vegas, the network going East Coast out to the West Coast, and we'll do it in style. The Sports Grid PJ, that private jet picking us up early tomorrow, flying us out to Las Vegas, coming back and getting Donnie right side so he gets there in prime time in Las Vegas. What a week it is going to be out there inside the media center on Super Bowl's Radio Row inside the Mandalay Bay Convention Center on the Strip in Las Vegas. He is Donnie. I am Ben. Let's welcome in that Sports Grid radio audience. Sirius XM Channel 159. All of our radio terrestrial affiliates now in the mix as well we get you set for super bowl sunday and for some of you getting you set for super bowl sunday might be a breakdown of the game the niners a two and a half point favorite over under 47 and a half for some of you it might be the commercials but i agree with donnie's assessment commercials are leaked now a paramount plus commercial came out yesterday a full week in front of the super bowl it was hysterical i would love to watch it during the actual super bowl is it the food those wings the meatballs the chicken parmesan apparently that is at the sports grid super bowl party or is it the halftime show yeah meatloaf for some of us as well donnie most of the public at sports grid tv on twitter in our fade the public poll says the game is their favorite part and who could fault them of course it is the game one final football game in the 2023 nfl season following that though is food you raised this point i second it 
halftime show getting no love. Is that an Usher thing? If it was Rihanna like last year, would the public be a little bit more invested? I wonder. Yeah, it is. I thought it would be a little bit closer. And also from the game perspective, because as we know, the reason why it gets massive ratings is not because of the hardcore football fan. It's the party atmosphere around the Super Bowl. It's people that generally don't like football, just casual fans. Where are you going to a party? Everybody typically goes out to a bar, out to a party, or at least has the family gathered in the living room. And that means everything, which includes the food here. So if we're saying the game is the most important thing, and of course, most of our sports TV accounts guys who are following it are very well in tune with how the NFL gets down. Handicappers, gamblers alike, we like to unite. So yes, the game is the most important thing because we love handicapping the football game and all the prop bets that it entails. But if you get a wider audience here maybe voting on this, I think that food's going to come in a little bit higher and also the halftime show yeah. as well. Now the interesting part for me, Ben, I voted for food here. And the best is I haven't eaten dinner since August, so I actually won't even be eating food during the game itself, but I voted food because of all those wonderful years and years and years of the pizza and the wings and the hoagies and the chips and the dip and the beer and the vodka and the alcohol. I won't be partaking in any of that, but still those memories made me vote for the food here, so there you go. Donnie, you can't, you can't just say with zero yeah. context to our yeah. audience out there, you haven't eaten dinner haven't. since August. He is fasting. That is what he is doing. Yeah. Intermittent fasting for Donnie mm -hmm. Wrightside. It's why it looks so svelte. It's why he is getting ready for Las Vegas. You crack me up at times, man. Food is my second by far. The game is number one for me. Unlike some of the crazy takes we have heard here on the Sports Grid Network over the last 24 hours about your feast on Super Bowl Sunday, I'm a traditionalist. Chips, salsa, nachos, wings, Buffalo chicken dip, whatever it might be. Yep. Pizza, beer, plenty of beer. That is my focus on Super Bowl Sunday. Now, not on the lovely FanDuel Sportsbook just yet, but across the marketplace, there are some odds out for what Usher's first song is going to be during the halftime performance at Super Bowl 58. One of the longest prices is my personal favorite, and if he opened with it, man, I might shed a tear. It was a 25-to-1 number on my boo, an all-time ballad with Usher and Alicia Keys, which might happen at some point throughout the halftime show. I don't think it leads off, though, because you don't often open up with a guest performance as well. Yeah, and you're not going to go to like a, a slower song, right? Where it's like, you know, burn or something no. like that. You got to be like, like, yeah, Oof. makes a lot of sense here because you want to get the crowd going. Yeah. You want to get those good vibes here. You know, my way is going to come out of there, but you need that electric song right out of the break, which again, DJ got us falling in love. I think maybe as a yeah, chance to close it down is really just get the people going and away you go into the second half. But the thing I love, like I like in the nineties, early two thousands, man, Usher was king out here. So I'm gonna enjoy this halftime yeah. show, no doubt about it. It'll sure. be interesting the way he opens it up, probably more lively at that point. No I don't think confessions is coming into this, but would love to see it out there to be honest. I would love to see it as well. I think I could see a heartfelt ballad mashup midway through, all really based on Confessions Volume 2, right? We get a little Confessions, yes. we get some Burn, we get some yep. My Boo as well, maybe with an Alicia Keys sighting as well. What that would do to the Super Bowl halftime numbers, I am electrified. Last year having Rihanna 
with sick one of her first performances in a long time broke the internet announcing another pregnancy that was huge yep. as well i really do think though usher is going to put on a great show Believe it or not, Donnie right side, a young Ben Stevens would play burn and think about the lovers that he never wow. had because he was only about wow. nine years old. I love burn. Love burn as well. I would love for that to open up. I think it's going to be DJ got us falling in love. I think that's going to be the yeah. opener because I really expect that to build the atmosphere very early on out in Allegiant Stadium. Yeah, the one thing, you don't want to have that phone call like Usher had in Confessions, Ben. So, you know what I mean? We'll have some, some more good vibes here on the show. We want to have some high-energy type stuff to get the crowd pumping. We don't want to be like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't don't say that. Don't say that. You know what I mean? We don't yeah. need that, right? Yeah. Good vibes in our lives. So, right. There you go. Right. Good vibes. Yeah. Can't have any of those calls that would lead us astray or talk about our infidelities. No. For us, it's yep. good vibes. It's a focus on Super Bowl 58. It's giving you all the angles you need to know. And we do that up next with Mike Blewett. It's a football Friday to get you set for a Sunday, a Super Bowl Sunday, nine days away in Las Vegas. Next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back and the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Live right here on a football Friday, getting you set for Super Bowl 58 out in Las Vegas. Every single guest that we have had on this edition of a football Friday, well, I guess... Outside of JY, that's kind of ugly of me that I just did that. Well, every other mm. guest on this Football Friday edition of the Early Line will be out in Las Vegas with us next week inside the Media Center, inside Mandalay Bay on Super Bowl Radio Row. And that includes our guy, Mike Blewett, joining us here on this Football Friday on the Early Line. He's flying out to Vegas tomorrow night. We're excited to see each other next week in person. Blue, we appreciate your time here on this Football Friday. Fired up, obviously. We got a big week in front of us. but So a couple of more football Fridays to go. Excited to be with you guys out there, obviously, at the MGM Sportsbook Radio Row and, and all that kind of stuff. So we'll have some great interviews and obviously looking forward to a great game and probably an insane atmosphere around it. That's the thing I'm anticipating. Yeah. 
Nine days away now. The countdown into single digits till Super Bowl Sunday out in Las Vegas. It's the Niners and the Chiefs. Blue, we've seen a little bit of movement for this spread, but since the line opened up late on Sunday night following conference championship weekend, it has been under a field goal. That's really how things stand in Super Bowls as of late. We have not seen more than a five-point spread in nearly a decade and a half in Super Bowl history here in recent times. A two-and-a-half-point number now in favor of San Francisco, the over-under 47-and-a-half. Blewett, do you expect Super Bowl 58, the game that we see in nine days, to be as close and competitive as that line indicates? I do expect a competitive game, yes. What I would be cautious of is, obviously, during this two-week period, you can talk yourselves in and out of any single prop or line on the board. And I think it's important to sort of quell the noise around you and just evaluate the game as best as you can. Obviously, listen to people like us to make sure you don't get caught in some sort of 10-leg parlay in order to think to think that you have the Super Bowl nailed. What concerns me right now, just macro, is that one team has played really lights out, particularly on defense, and the other team has not played their best brand of football. That is the 49ers. I know that the the Chiefs gave up some points in Buffalo, but they were able to contain them in the second half and in the fourth quarter when it mattered. The Chiefs' second-half defense has been spectacular for almost the entire season, and I think that's going to really have a large influence on this game, the Niners knowing that they need to get out in front and play from in front like they've been unable to do so far this postseason. Mike, let's focus on the Chiefs here and the movement throughout the regular season and the preseason on them being Super Bowl favorites. Because quite frankly, the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl this year. Beginning of the season, nobody's shocked by this. But if we look at the odds, they were a quality football team over the first couple weeks of the season and hit that bump. But when you take a look at entering into the playoffs at a 10-to-1 price, I'm surprised the Chiefs are in this spot because as Ben and I talked about so much during football season was I kept buying into the Chiefs late in the season by how easy their schedule was. I thought there was a path to the Super Bowl because not only were they going to be a good football team as they are, I thought they would be hosting once again the AFC championship being the number one seed. They weren't the number one seed. Are you as shocked as I am, Mike, that the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl at this point having to go on the road to Buffalo and Baltimore? Shocked is a tough term to use here. I think the 10 to 1 entering the playoffs number that we just showed on the graphic seems spectacularly silly now. They still have the best player in the world on their team. Mm -hmm. We know a lot of the things that went wrong, but the defense was not going wrong really at any point during the season. Every team is going to get Mm -hmm. got at some point. It's happened to the Niners against the Ravens. It happened to the Chiefs against the Raiders. And I just think you have to... Oftentimes, Donnie, particularly with favorites, we talk about this a lot, whether it's one single game or an entire season, you have to understand that the odds are baking in the entire game or the entire season. So the Chiefs were favorites for a reason. There's peaks and valleys to it. But to say that I'm shocked that they beat the Ravens and the Bills, no, I I bet on them both times to cover. I did think the Ravens would beat them. I thought that was going to be a tight game. But... I don't think the Bills had enough, and I still think that this coaching tandem of Andy Reid and Steve Spagnuolo, amazingly, 
is still underrated. Maybe it's because Spags didn't have a good head coaching stint, but he is lights out in the second half of every freaking game. Some people are just better as coordinators when they can focus on one side of the football. KC, second best scoring defense in the NFL throughout the regular season. Best second half scoring defense all year long around the National Football League. So this Kansas City team is different than the previous three we have seen appear in a Super Bowl. It might be defense first for San Francisco for most of the year looked at as a juggernaut around the National Football League. Blue, as we compare these two teams, the tail of the tape for the 49ers and the Chiefs, of these two clubs, what do you think is the best individual unit on either side? That's a really good question. When everybody is playing their best, I'll just say it like this. When everybody is playing their best, it is really hard to slow down the Niners offense. They just have so many weapons. They're so diverse. Now, I don't think we haven't seen their fastball except for 20 minutes against the Lions in the playoffs. But when every unit is playing their best, it's hard to knock the Shanahan offense with this level of weaponry off their best game. I, I think that that is what I would choose. But I have to pick the Chiefs offense a close second because Mahomes is there. It's not as diverse. They only have really Pacheco and Kelsey to rely on. But Rasheed Rice is no slouch. The guy's a rookie having an incredible season. So I think it's worth noting that I don't think they're a distant second, but I think if I'm picking the four units, it's them. And there may have been points during the season where we could have ranked the Chiefs offense or Chiefs defense, or rather the Niners defense is number one, but Niners defense giving up a lot on the ground. And mm -hmm. I, I would think the Chiefs defense stacks up even better than them right now. Take a look at the points to be scored in this game. The one thing we usually see is some line movement. We've had that on the side, but the total, Vandal opened up here, Mike, 47 and a half. Where do we sit today on a Friday ahead of Super Bowl week next week? Still the same at 47 and a half. What are you oh, yeah. looking at from a points perspective in this game for Super Bowl 58? Solid number. Donnie, it's the type of number that mm -hmm. I think you and I probably could have picked, and they would they nailed it. I think they know that it's going to be hard for that number to move because we're looking at a score that should be right around there. You know, we're looking at a 24-21 type, you know, 26-23 type of score getting in that range. So I think it's a good number. I'm going to split it up, certainly, and look at second half unders. The Chiefs fourth quarter unders this year, 19-1. and one. So I think you're looking and that at numbers like that as opposed to maybe the entire game. You see me on here splitting up the Niners numbers a lot too. So I think I'll do that instead of maybe worrying about the, sweating the whole game. Was it last year's Super Bowl or last year's playoffs or maybe two years ago now that Mike Blewett correctly predicted the final score of a significant Ooh. NFL game? Rams, Rams, Bengals, Super Bowl. I nailed it. 23-20. That was the final score. In 20 bucks. So Take a shot. Is it two? Ooh. Listen. We got nine days. Is it too early to ask yeah. for a correct score prediction? Do you want to wait <laughs> yeah. until next week? Not give away next the week. secret sauce before? All right, fair enough. All right, I got five fair shows. So you're, in the radio, you're in the radio and TV yeah. business. I can't tease it until I'm live in Vegas? Yep, that's a good For move. sure. No, I completely agree. Ben hasn't done and this you should tease much. it. Yeah. Yeah, no, not, not many times. I get that. So, listen, Blue, if you're not going to give us a correct score prediction, give us your correct pick for who wins Super Bowl MVP. Mm. Super Bowl MVP uh, is a great one. 
If you're not putting a couple of bucks on Isaiah Pacheco, what are you mm. doing? We're here mm. all year helping you out. The guy touched the ball 28 times in the last game. If he breaks a few free, I know it's still a long shot. It's a long shot for a reason. Isaiah Pacheco, 35 to 1. Let's go. Do you hate Rutgers football? No? Bet Isaiah Pacheco. Mike Blewett back for a second segment next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Nine days away from Super Bowl Sunday, Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. We have given you the overall approach from where the game odds stand right now for Super Bowl 58. San Francisco, a two and a half point favorite, minus 130 money line for the 49ers, plus 110 for the Chiefs as an underdog. The over-under remains at 47 and a half. Let's dive even deeper. Prop perspective. The individuals that will impact who hoist that Lombardi trophy nine days away in Las Vegas. Mike Blue back with us for a second consecutive segment. Blue, of course, we start with the quarterback comparison. I ask you a two-part question. We'll go step by step. We begin with Patrick Mahomes, who has the higher of the two passing yards props for Super Bowl 58, 262 and a half. First part of the question, can Kansas City win a Super Bowl if Patrick Mahomes stays under 262 and a half? Yeah, I think so. Uh, we just talked about Pacheco at 35 to one. Uh, obviously, it's not it's not out of the question at all. I, I think if Pacheco is touching the ball 28 times again, they scored 17 points last week and won the game. I don't think they can do that in this one, but yeah, I, I think Mahomes could come in at 250, have an efficient day. Look, look at his games thus far. What was he 17 of 23 against Buffalo? They didn't have to light it up. Pacheco's been really good for them, even though Pacheco hasn't put up big numbers. He's getting a, a large amount of touches, so yes, I think that's possible. But 
I would right. note that, and this may be lead to another question. I mean, to step on it, but Kelsey's got his work cut out for him for another week. He aced the test last week, but Greenlaw and yeah. Fred Warner might be at another level from uh, from Queen and Roquan Smith. We will get to Travis Kelsey in just a moment. Second part of my follow-up in that quarterback comparison board, 245.5 is the number for Brock Purdy. What do the 49ers need out of Purdy on Super Bowl Sunday to win that Lombardi trophy? I think that's also a yes, by the way, if you say can they come under that number and still win the game. Christian McCaffrey is obviously a big factor for them. But if I'm making a correlation, I think it is – uh, of more importance for Brock Purdy to have efficient and perhaps, perhaps prolific passing game in order to beat the Chiefs uh, than it is the other way around. Uh, maybe that's uh, the opposite thinking from some, but I, I do think that there is mm. – I think if Brock is out there and having a good first half and hitting Ayuk and Debo for big plays, I think that's the type of start that Niners need to get off to in order to make sure they're putting up enough points on the Chiefs in that first half. Yeah, I need to see some aggression right out of the bat there from Kyle Shanahan. Wasn't happy with his last Super Bowl performance against the Kansas City Chiefs. I thought they needed to be Mm -hmm. more aggressive than they weren't. We'll see how that translates. But the one thing that we do know, Mike, is Christian McCaffrey has been the lead dog all season long for the San Francisco 49ers, and we don't expect anything less in Super Bowl 58. Two questions for you. Number one, the prop bets here, obviously, rushing yards at 90 and a half, receiving yards 34 and a half, and anytime touchdown at minus 220. But we're a week out from the Super Bowl. The last time we saw Christian McCaffrey landing on his head out of bounds and getting his neck worked on. Are you worried about McCaffrey at all heading into the Super Bowl, or is it just full go all the way through these numbers? I you have to be somewhat concerned. He couldn't finish the game. He didn't finish the game. So... Uh, I think they're keeping it under wraps. I think we'd know more if it was significant. Like, for example, we know about the Joe Tooney being out. We knew about that before the AFC championship game. I think there would be more buzz about his inability to go or how much he's compromised before now. There'd be some story, I think, already. So it leads me to believe that they're working on it. Maybe he's not 100% right now, which players are at this point of the season. And I think it's a full go, but... If Eli Mitchell had to come in and take a few carries, I think we have to be prepared for that. 90 and a half is Christian McCaffrey's rushing yards prop. 34 and a half, his receiving yards number. You can see what is expected out of Christian McCaffrey, a combo prop that is north of 130 yards at this moment. He very well might be Super Bowl 58's most important individual player come a week from Sunday. On the other side, you already said at a 34 to 1 number, why not put a couple of bucks down on Isaiah Pacheco to win Super Bowl 58? For Super Bowl 58's MVP for Kansas City. 67 and a half is his rushing yards prop. 16 and a half attempts to carry's number for Super Bowl 58. Minus 140 for Pacheco to find Pater, something he has done every single game this postseason for Kansas City. Blewett, how do you describe Pacheco's emerging role in this Chiefs offense? I think what we've seen from the Chiefs is a very heavy concentration of what their offense is. Yes, Marquez Valdez-Scantling had a couple of big plays, but they really have whittled it down to three options. The Chiefs, historically, particularly when Eric Bieniemy was there, I'm not saying that he was 
pulling the strings on the offense. It's clearly Andy Reid, but they did a really good job of spreading out the number of targets, right? Yes, it was Kelsey and Tyreek Hill, but they would mix in some touches to the backs and the tertiary receivers. So we still see the Justin Watson and MVS and those types of uh, touches happen, but we've seen this offense really concentrate on three guys, and that's Kelsey, Pacheco, and Rashi Rice, um, with with obvious exceptions. So his his role in the offense, his ability to help them run out the clock, everybody talks about his running style, which is so fun to see. It's even more fun to see that he was a late-round draft pick from, obviously, we've got Big Ten Ben on here, so from a Big Ten school. I think it's just very cool the way that he's emerged and how he's become such a crucial part of the offense. I've always been sort of waiting for him to be an even bigger part of the passing offense, but it doesn't really happen that much. Four targets last week, though, uh, only for 14 yards. I think they look for some chunk plays with him, and if it doesn't work, they back to the drawing board. But again, 28 touches last week, 16 before that, 25 before that. So if this is the time of year where these teams are going to lean on their most valuable assets. Yeah, and most of the time here throughout the NFL season, and quite frankly for the past decade, it's really been a backfield by committee in most instances, and particularly in Kansas yeah. City. It's actually refreshing to go into a Super Bowl and say, no, 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 there's a lead dog here that's going to get the majority of the playing time, and obviously the same thing with the San Francisco 49ers. Mike, let's flip it over to the San Francisco 49ers wide-out position, weapons across the board. Brandon Ayuk and also Debo Samuel. If it's going to be a reception prop, a yardage prop, a touchdown prop. Where are you going between Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel? Really good question, Donnie. I think Ayuk is important for them. But to be fair, I thought that last week as well. I thought Ayuk was going to be a much bigger part of their success offensively than he ended up being. Frankly, the the big play for him was a complete busted lucky break. A 51 yards of his 68 yards we're on a lucky bounce. He didn't really do anything outside of that, uh, but we did see Debo do a lot. And the fact that Debo was able to put up, uh, I think it was eight for 89 last week, uh, yeah. I, I certainly quelled our fears about his health. And I think that you can more readily get Debo into the offense here than you can IU. You are dealing with serious corners like Sneed that can cover on the outside. That is a weakness for the Lions. It is not for the Chiefs. So Debo across the middle of the field, I think that's going to be really interesting for him going up against Nick Bolton and other guys. But I'd I'd lean towards Debo versus Ayuk, plus the number is lower here. Obviously, there was concern. There was a 50-50 status at one point last week getting ready for conference championship Sunday for Debo Samuel and his availability in the NFC title against Detroit. His receiving yards number was only 47 and a half. Brennan Ayuk, the highest for San Francisco, 80 and a hook. It was Samuel that ended up with 89 yards on eight grabs, leading receiver for San Francisco, most targets for the 49ers last week against the Lions as well. Blewett, you mentioned Travis Kelsey, who on the most significant stages for Kansas City throughout this dynastic run has always risen to the occasion. At least 71 receiving yards in all three playoff games this year, three touchdowns in the last two games to send Kansas City back to another Super Bowl. You said earlier in the show he has passed all three tests so far this postseason will he make it a perfect four for four on Super Bowl Sunday against the 49ers 
man, this is the ultimate test. I would not want to be having to rely on a tight end against this team, but we've seen it time and time again, even in games where they're getting blown out like they did against the Bucks in the Super Bowl. Kelsey still put up numbers, so I think they're going to force it. I think he's too big a part of what they're trying to do. They're going to have to be more creative because Drake Greenlaw and Fred Warner can cover. Uh, I just think that he's too important to the team. I, I can't see us being in a position where Kelsey goes four for 37 and the Chiefs win the game. I think he's too important. So as we have Mike Flynn here on this Football Friday, we are just a few days away from being in Las Vegas inside the media center on Radio Row for Super Bowl 58, where some of us at the BetMGM Sportsbook blew it. Tell the Sports Grid audience where they mm. can see you next week out in Las Vegas. So obviously be with the guys on Radio Row during the week, various spots, but I'm going to be holding it down at the MGM Sportsbook. That show will be a variety of different guests and topics throughout the week, Adam. Kaplan, people that are with our network and not with our network, that will air 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern live every night live uh, on, on SportsGrid, and I'll be at the MGM Sportsbook floor like we were for the draft a couple of years ago in Vegas. Mike Blewett, live in primetime during Super Bowl week out in Las Vegas. Blue, safe travels. We'll see you out in the desert. A triple option for Super Bowl 58 next sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com bp added more than 70 billion dollars to the u.s economy in 2022 investments like acquiring america's largest biogas producer archaea energy and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then... There are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Normally here on a football Friday, to end out our third hour, we give you picks and bets for the NFL weekend. Well, there's not actually an NFL game this weekend. There are the Pro Bowl games, but I'll let you determine if you're going to watch those. No betting odds, at least, for the Pro Bowl games. We are nine days away from Super Bowl Sunday, Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas, the Chiefs and the 49ers. So it's not a full pick six, but it's a triple option 
which is what I love to do, establish the run here on the early line. Our favorite side, our favorite total, our favorite prop. As we see it now, still over a week away from Super Bowl 58. Donnie, before we dive into the picks, again, let's go big picture one final time, looking at where the Super Bowl 58 odds are at this moment before both you and I head out to Las Vegas tomorrow. The next time you will see us live on the Sports Grid Network, Monday, 8 a.m. Eastern time in our normal spot but not on our normal set. We'll be live in Las Vegas on the Super Bowl radio row inside the Mandalay Bay Convention Center there in the Super Bowl Media Center. It won't be the early line, but don't be scared. It's pro football today. It's me, it's Donnie, it's Kevin, it's Joe Lisi. It will be a heck of a week. Two and a half point spread in favor of San Francisco over under at 47 and a half. Donnie, the next time people hear from us on Monday morning, do you expect these odds to look different in any way? I don't, because I think the next movement here is going to come from us once we start getting and practice reports next week by Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and also the flood of public money that's going to come over the top on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So I expect it. Let's just say, let's call it two and two and a half as the same. I would be surprised if we're at a three or a one and a half by the time we meet up on set in Las Vegas on Monday. I think we're settling into the spot, and then that number might get pushed around a little bit halfway, excuse me, half point each direction by the end of the week with all that public money flooding in. I do not think this is going to close at a field goal in favor of San Francisco. If it does, I think that very late move would come Saturday into Sunday before we get to Super Bowl 58 in the kickoff around 6.30 p.m. Eastern time in nine days. You can look at the juice right now to get the two and a half points with Kansas City. It's minus 115. Elsewhere on the FanDuel Sportsbook, if you were to look at alternate spreads and just to see KC at this normal number, it's minus 122. I don't think we see that hook added on to that number and a flat number of three but at the time we at least talk next week in Las Vegas. A couple of the trends for these teams, of course, Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes. He has started a game for the Chiefs in his six-year NFL career as a starting quarterback, booked as an underdog 12 times. He is now 9-3 and three straight up, including both outright victories on the road in Buffalo and on the road in Baltimore throughout this postseason. 10-1-1 against the number four Mahomes as the underdog in his career career the San Francisco 49ers have played 20 football games they have or played 19 football games rather they have been favored in all 19 the 49ers have only been less than a touchdown favorite with Brock Purdy as the starting quarterback six times this year Donnie both four and two straight up and against the number for San Francisco, at least in the football games, the odds makers expected to be more competitive than most for the Niners this season. Yeah, and, and and rightfully so. I think we can also agree on from start to finish in the totality of the season, the 49ers path, even though they had a couple bumps in the road, some injuries to worry about, concussion issues for Brock Purdy, Debo Samuel missing games, same thing with Christian McCaffrey getting a little bit dinged up. I think the better overall team throughout the season was the San Francisco 49ers moving through. But that being said, the Kansas City Chiefs have been there and done that. This isn't one of those teams where you talk about, let's just say, Ben, like the Green Bay Packers, the youngest team we've ever seen in the playoffs try to make a run. Like, yeah. ooh, that's really surprising. 
You have Andy Reid, who's a multiple-time Super Bowl champion, has been to the Super Bowl quite a few times. Patrick Mahomes, same thing. They're expected to perform at the biggest stages and play extremely well, and they've done that. So when we're looking at the Super Bowl, it's a pretty even matchup. But for me, I think for the totality of the season, again, the 49ers overall were the better team, but one team has the pedigree, one team trying to earn that status as, you know what, maybe we go on a run for the next couple years. Of course, it is a Super Bowl 54 rematch five years ago in Miami or four years ago, at least in Miami. It was between the Chiefs and the Niners. Kansas City closed as a point and a half favorite. The over under was loftier at 53 points. KC rallied from down 20 to 10 late in the third quarter to win 31 to 20. Covering as a one and a half point favorite. That total, even though it eclipsed the 50 point mark, did stay under 53 as that closing pregame over under. Now, our focus is Super Bowl 58. And the rematch here, our favorite side, total and prop early on, still over a week out from Super Bowl 58. We start with your favorite side. Donnie, what is it? I don't think this is going to change. But also, as we started out this week, the anger in my voice on Monday, not necessarily from a perspective like, oh, I can't believe the Ravens lost and the Kansas City Chiefs had no business winning that game. The Chiefs are a formidable opponent. That game was under a five-point spread, and one team has again. Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. But the handicap of I don't care about the Super Bowl, as long as Mahomes is in it, they're going to win it because that's just the way it always goes. There's something to it because Patrick Mahomes might end up being the greatest football player we've ever seen in our lifetimes, and that does include Tom Brady when it's all said and done. We'll see where it goes from here. But if we're just lining up the Super Bowl myself, Sometimes you have to take all those emotions out of the equation, Ben, and settle on what do you think is going to play out in this football game? I have an unbelievable wide receiver slash tight end core on San Francisco coming into this game with a very good offensive line. The best single player in football outside of the quarterback position, it's probably Christian McCaffrey. I have them on my side. How do you shut down Patrick Mahomes' offense? It's hard to do. They're not as explosive, Ben, as what they've been in the past. But I have an elite front four that should be able to get pressure consistently without blitzing, which should help the back seven guys out in covering. So for myself, it's the San Francisco 49ers. I'll lay the two and a half points, take the emotions out of it, and just say once again, If I think I have the better team, and I do in San Francisco, and it doesn't work out, you just tip your cap and move on and say, Ben, you know what? Maybe it was. You just can't go after Patrick Mahomes. But I'm going to play that risk again in the Super Bowl where I think I have the better team here, and I'll pick them to win, which is San Francisco. And it is worth noting how the line has gotten to two and a half at this moment. It opened at two and a half following conference championship Sunday quickly was bet down as everybody was with the same belief. Well, you can't bet against Patrick Mahomes anymore and you're going to make him the underdog once again. 77% of the handle for the spread bet so far for Super Bowl 58 all on Kansas City. That worked the line to a point and a half. Donnie pointed that out pointed that out earlier in this week now it's worked back up to two and a half it's not like the public handle is down to 60 percent only for kansas city some sharp money coming in on the 49ers and who could fault you still laying under a field goal with san francisco i just think the chiefs have found their rhythm I think Kansas City has figured out what has worked so well for them here down this home stretch. From the end of October through Christmas, Kansas City dropped five 
of eight games. The disaster in Arrowhead on Christmas Day against the Las Vegas Raiders. People, people rightfully so, question this Chiefs team and its outlook. They weren't going to stumble to miss a playoff berth, but could they do anything? In the postseason, they get a big win week 17 against the Bengals, but whoop-de-doo, it's Jake Browning. And then they don't even start Mahomes and Kelsey and the starters week 18 in L.A. But what we have seen here out of Kansas City in the postseason is a team that relies on defense in the most critical stages. I think they do that once again. Kansas City money line for me at plus 110, which I think correlates to the defense under Steve Spagnuolo being the main reason Kansas City is here and being the main reason the Chiefs can win a Lombardi trophy for a second consecutive season. They will be the first back-to-back champs to win two consecutive Super Bowl championships since the Patriots in 04 and 05. Now your favorite total for Super Bowl 58. What gets your attention? It's interesting because we talked about with Mike and again, just about with every guest we've had on this week, that 47 and a half is such an interesting number because most of the time you would see a Chiefs and a 49ers offense bat and immediately go like, I don't care who's on defense. Both of these offenses are going to cruise up and down the field, which isn't the case. And that's why we haven't had any movement here at the FanDuel Sportsbook on that 47 and a half. But I do think if we're taking a look again at the totality of the season, the one thing I do note, the Chiefs do have a competent offense. Kelsey might be the best tight end to ever play football. Patrick Holmes might be the best quarterback and when it's all done again maybe even Andy Reid's the best head coach of all time the game plan should be set which means those scripted plays in the first quarter like we saw Patrick Mahomes open up in Baltimore 10 of 10 from the field I think that's going to be a legitimate chance it could happen again in the Super Bowl and if the Kansas City Chiefs do get a lead at the break we know they've been known to stranglehold the second half by just moving the chains punting the football, not turning it over, and playing good defense. I'm going to go with the first half total over 23-and-a-half because also part of this for me is Kyle Shanahan in the last Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo felt he had a defense that was good enough to shut down Patrick Mahomes and said, you know what, Jimmy, just don't make those mistakes here and keep us in the ball game. It burned them in the end. I don't think they're going to do that in this football game. I look for a great first half offensively and we'll take what we get maybe in the second half. Give me the over 23 and a half in the first half for me, Ben. I think it is a great look. You look at the Chiefs this year and it correlates exactly to my total as well. AFC championship game over this number of 23 and a half. AFC division around against Buffalo well over this number of 23 and a half. Buffalo scored 24 points against KC. They did not score in the fourth quarter. Kansas City scored a touchdown in the fourth quarter in Western New York in the divisional round. It was 40 seconds in to that final stanza. That was the last scoring we saw of the game with 14 minutes and 20 seconds remaining in regulation. Why? The Chiefs have been the best second-half scoring defense in the National Football League all year long, only allowing just a tick over seven points per game. You heard Mike Blewett, fourth quarter unders for Kansas City in their 20 games this year. 19 under, one over. I looked at the fourth quarter number, 13 and a half. Two touchdowns pushes you over. Did not love that. So I go second-half total under 23 and a half to expect Kansas City to stand tall and maybe even San Francisco to iron things out defensively in those final 30 minutes second half total under 23 and a half wouldn't that be a wonderful semblance for both of us Donnie over in the first half me under in the second half favorite prop for Super Bowl 58 nine days away is what 
I love Debo Samuel because I know you have two weeks to prepare, and it looks like Debo Samuel is healthy for the Super Bowl. Kyle Shanahan is going to dial up a ton for him. Whether it's rushing, receiving, anytime touchdown market, he will be a big-time player in this game. I liked him in the NFC Championship game, even coming off of that shoulder injury to go over his receiving prop, and he did. I'll do the same thing in the Super Bowl. We're going to go Debo Samuel over 56.5 receiving yards on Super Bowl Sunday. Donnie, as you well know, there are so many different things to look at. We have time to dive into every single prop, and we will next week in Las Vegas. It wasn't until that segment with Mike Blewett that the Debo number numbers really stood out, maybe getting a slight discount based on what was expected of him entering the NFC Championship game. I go Patrick Mahomes over 25 and a half rushing yards. In his three Super Bowl appearances, he has gone over this number every single time. 44 last year against the Eagles, 33 against the Buccaneers, 29 with his first Lombardi trophy, and a rushing touchdown against San Francisco four years ago. A best bet for this weekend, sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com across america bp supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing jobs like updating turbines at one of our indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then... There are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Closing out our three hours together, our week together here on the early line on SportsGrid. I am Ben Stevens. He is Donnie Wrightside, and the SportsGrid app never leaves your side. You can download it at both the Apple and the Play Store or scan that QR code on your screen. In a matter of moments, all of our insight and information and, of course, five-star plays. Those are known as best bets. So are these. Before we send you into the weekend, we give you a best bet. On this Friday, before we say farewell and goodbye, it is time for Bye Bye Bye. DRS, before we head out to Las Vegas, what are we rooting home this Friday evening? 
Let's go out to Indiana tonight. It's going to be the Pacers and the Sacramento Kings lining this game up as we talked about it a little bit earlier. You talk about a back-to-back game here for the Pacers who were in Madison Square Garden and lost that game. Now flying back to Indiana to take on the Sacramento Kings who are already in town waiting after their loss against the Miami Heat. I think it's a great bounce-back spot for the Kings. I'll take the minus three. And also, J.Y. talked about, we don't even know who's going to be in the starting lineup primarily for the Pacers. Halliburton might be out of this one. You might get that extra bonus here. I'll lay the three with the Kings in Indiana. I'm looking in the NBA at the Suns on the road in Atlanta. The Hawks, the worst cover team in the NBA this year. Phoenix playing better basketball. They've won nine of their last 11, including covering in two straight wins. But I go to college basketball. What a matchup tonight in the Atlantic Mm. 10 between Dayton and St. Bonnie. Now, Dayton has the second best record in conference play. It's only loss to Richmond over the weekend. Dayton's won seven games in a 10 play so far this year. They have gone under in six of those seven. St. Bonnie, well, they have lost four games, a four and four, a 10 record in all four losses, which is favored to happen tonight. Dayton lands seven and a half at home. The Bonnies have gone under, under 134 and a half between the Flyers and the Bonnies tonight in a wonderful A-10 top 25 tilt. He is Donnie Wright's side. I'm Ben Stevens. We'll see you Monday morning inside Radio Row in Las Vegas at 8 a.m. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human, Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy.